Good morning, good morning, good morning. The sun is shining, the birds are chirping, and you are breathing. Today is Monday, October the 25th, 2021. My name is Stephen Carnegie, and welcome to This Is Just a Thought. Today's word of the day, emissary, which means one designated as the agent of another, a representative, emissary. Hope everyone is enjoying their Monday or will enjoy their Monday. Back to work we go, back to work we go. Another manic Monday starts the work week. Well, for some, hey, I'm on vacation. (laughs) Yeah, that took me some time off, sure did. Much needed, much needed. But, uh, well, the sun isn't really shining here in North Carolina We're expecting some scattered showers, and later on this week, they're saying we quite possibly could have some severe weather also, quite possibly even a tornado watch, a warning. Uh, Seasons changing. That's typically what happens during the season change here in North Carolina. Well, quite everywhere. You know, the air is unstable. It just is. So, uh, man, maybe we'll get some rain later on today. Who knows? And, of course, uh, the North Carolina State Fair is over, ended yesterday, Sunday, or last night. And they're saying the attendance uh, was off. Not surprising. Pandemic. Knew that was going to happen. But uh, still, quite a few people went and enjoyed themselves. Man, I didn't go this year. I, I miss, I hate I couldn't get me one of those good old turkey legs. But, hey. To each his own, to each his own, to each his own. Well, man, let's move on here. Uh, and football news, man, we had a, uh, I finally had a chance. I had, like I said, I'm on vacation. So I was able to watch me some football this weekend. And yesterday I watched, uh, sadly, the Chicago Bears lost to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Couldn't even put, well, all they put on the board was three points, a field goal, field goal, man. Well, like, like always, of course, the fans are calling for, uh, the resignation or firing of head coach Matt Nagy. And they're also blaming that offensive line. Justin Fields couldn't get anything going. Too much pressure. Stayed under pressure the whole game. Facts. Big facts. Uh, play calling. Yeah, I, I can see. Uh, I, I think a lot of the fans are, are, are just expecting way more than the Bears are producing right now. And they're saying the head coach and his play calling or, or whatever, whatever. Wait, stop. The play calling, I thought he turned it over to the offensive coordinator, but they're still calling for his resignation or fire. Well, flat out firing, I should say. Man. But, uh, yeah, the Bears got to do something This because this ain't working right here. <laughs> I don't know about firing the head coach, but, yeah, they, they got to change some things around in Chicago. Man. Now, the Carolina Panthers also lost to the New York football Giants. <laughs> Panthers could only put three points on the board also. What's going on with them? I know they have some injuries, and I know uh, the fans are, are, and commentators are talking about the, the play and play of uh, the quarterback, Sam Darnold. Yeah, he's not looking too good either. But, man, did you see that uh, catch by the Giants quarterback? And yeah, I said catch by the Giants quarterback, one-handed. Great play. And uh, moving on also, man, the Tennessee Titans pummeled. The Kansas City falling off Chiefs. Derrick Henry is just a beast. He he just is. He's a beast. 
He's a man, man among boys. Sweet Jesus, that guy there. Yeah, he's he's MVP. Sorry, Tom Brady. Sorry, Aaron Rodgers. Whether you're a quarterback or not, uh, Derrick Henry is 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 that running back we haven't seen in a while. An all-out running back. Whether he's running, receiving, blocking, or even throwing touchdowns. He threw a touchdown yesterday also. He's just that guy. He is a beast. Just is. And uh, oh well. Looks like the Green Bay Packers defeated the Washington Washington football team. All right, that's enough of that. You know, I'm not a Green Bay fan. Who cares? And the Falcons beat the Miami Dolphins. No surprise, really, there. Uh, the Patriots blew out the New, New York Jets. Again, no surprise. And the Las Vegas Raiders beat the Philadelphia Eagles. Still say, uh, sounds strange saying Las Vegas Raiders. Just does. And uh, the LA Rams beat the Detroit Lions. You could call that Stafford's Revenge. He continues to show up and show out. Got a little revenge on his uh, former team. I think he, uh, he had like over 300 yards passing. No interceptions. He continues to show and improve. And he continues to show you that he is that, uh, quite possibly could be that premier quarterback. I've always said he was a good quarterback. And you just couldn't get it going in, at Detroit. Just couldn't. All right. Let's go get it. Now, in, in, a, in a bit of strange news, it appears that 100 hippos that belong to the late international drug lord Pablo Escobar, wow, have been recognized as legal persons in the United States. This is the first time this has happened for non-human creatures that they have been fully legally considered people. Now, this happened by the U.S. District Court of Ohio, federal court. Now, authorities have long discussed killing these animals since 2009. Now, Escobar literally imported animals to his ranch in Colombia. Well, at least up until his untimely demise in 1993. And since 2009, they've been talking about putting these animals down. Uh, Once again, what is the allure of humans getting these wild, exotic animals and having them where they lay their heads? I, I just don't get it. I don't understand it. Maybe it's a rich thing. Maybe it is because a lot of rich, rich, uh, rich people do this. Uh, some uh, animal lovers they do it too. They have these makeshift uh, animal enclosures, and they have all these wild, exotic animals. But uh, well, this, like I said, he was an international drug lord, so I, I guess he could pretty much get whatever the hell he wanted. <laughs> I got to be honest, but I, I just don't know about having these animals somewhere where I lay. Uh, that, that's a no for me. Maybe that's just a simple man's uh, outlook, but hey, that's just me. Like I said, they, they have been talking since 2009 and, and they were trying to, they wanted to, officials uh, in Colombia, uh, apparently they wanted to uh, put these animals down. Now, the, the, now apparently he had, he had quite a few of these uh, exotic animals and most were sent to the, sent to zoos. Now, with the exception of four of the hippos that they determined were too difficult to to move, too big, I guess. Yeah, those hippos, they can grow pretty large. And those four 
they continued to make so much so to the tune of 100. So there were 100 hippos <laughs> over the years after these four made it. And I guess officials there in Columbia said, hey, we, we can't take care of them. Let's just put them down. I mean, they belong to a drug lord. But uh, somehow, some way, uh, a Colombian attorney and the Animal League Defense Fund got hold of the uh, got hold of what was about to happen, and they put a quash to it. Now, the group that Animal League Defense Fund didn't want to see the animals put down, of course, and they opted for a, a, a sterilization. So they filed a lawsuit on behalf of these uh, hippos in July, stating that sterilization would be better. Now, how it works is, uh, and I found this kind of odd, but I guess, hey, if you can do it, you can do it. How this works is non-human animals in Colombia have the right to bring about lawsuits to protect their interests and can go to federal court in the United States. So Colombia and the United States somehow, some way, uh, I guess under international law, you'll be surprised what, inter- what, what international law entails because I've never heard of this one in a, a day in my life. Now, they they went to the federal court in the United States and they uh, obtained documents or testimony. That's how the lawsuit was filed. So the ALDF, the Animal League Defense Fund, applied on behalf of the hippos here in the United States and got the assistance, assistance and testimony of two wildlife experts who study neural, neural, oh, I'm sorry, non-surgical sterilization, convincing the federal court that this was the best option over death. So there you go. The hippos are going to be kept alive. I guess they're going to move them to a, I think, if I'm not mistaken, I said, I think they're going to move them to a, 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 some zoos up here in the United States. We'll see how that goes. But man, never heard of that a day in my life. But times are changing. Times are changing. I guess. <laughs> uh, didn't know. We have yeah, apparently Pablo Escobar had a ranch full with a lot of exotic animals. And these hippos, they were uh, <laughs> the, the, the Colombian officials determined they were too big to move the original four. So they left them or they put them in a zoo there in Colombia or whatever. I left them on that ranch. And they began to mate, of course. So, so from that fourth spawn, 100. So the, the I guess the animal uh, rights group has said, said, said it, hey, instead of putting them down, just sterilize them. Ah, okay. I guess. Whatever works for you. Man. All right, let's move along here. Uh, I'm not sure if many of you have heard or, or caught wind of, of uh, last week, Procter and Gamble announced that they were going to raise the price on certain items. Looks like the cost of Pampers, Tide, Crest, shampoo and conditioner, skincare products, and razor razors. Looks like the price is going up. Now, this is in fact in the past few weeks, it flat out told retailers. It sent the warning out to retailers and told them, "Hey, we're going to raise the prices." Now, this is a result of that supply chain holdup. Those ships sitting in the LA Harbor and expects, ex, experts say they expect to uh, take a $2.1 billion hit in the fiscal year of 2022. 
Now, these are the experts and, and those guys that sit on the board of Procter & Gamble. Now, what they're saying, that's double the previous guesstimate back in July, which stood at $1.8 billion. Wow. So Procter & Gamble also fixed, uh, also attributed the price hike to the lack of truck drivers also to deliver these goods along with the rising cost of fuel prices. You know, uh, that's... <laughs> That, that fuel price thing, I, I got to say that, sweet Jesus, that's a hoax. Now, the, the fuel experts are saying the fuel price hikes, you know, the cost of diesel or regular gas is up because of the hurricane and the gas pipeline shut down. But how much? I mean, at one point in time, you said there wasn't really a, a, a this is why I say that the, the, the price haggling that these, these corporations or companies or gas companies or or just uh, companies in general throw on consumers is, is beyond comprehension. Because when that gas pipeline shut down, you were out taunting, saying, oh, there really isn't a, it really isn't a gas shortage. We just had to switch over to manual pumping as opposed to the automated system. So now you're saying that it was such a horrible event that you lost so much that you got to raise the price of gas and diesel. So now, um, <laughs> along with this 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 supply chain debacle with these ships just sitting in the harbor, looks like Procter & Gamble and, and some more companies also, and, and they've already started, are going um, to raise the price of goods, pampers, detergents hair care products, razors, skin care products. Well, inflation is here. Whether it be long-term or short-term, inflation is here. It's here. Got to deal with it. Yeah, Procter & Gamble flat out told the retailers, hey, get ready. We're getting ready to raise the price. <sighs> COVID. Man, I, jokingly, I say uh, COVID is like the black man. It gets blamed for everything. <laughs> it does, man. Every, every time I turn around, COVID, 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 COVID is doing this. COVID has done that. We have to do this. But I'm still trying to figure out, like I said, with that that gas price hike that is going on throughout the country. And you're blaming it on uh, the hurricanes and the gas pipeline shut down. Ah, man, that sounds like a hustle to me just does. Because like I said, when that gas pipeline shut down, you were saying there's no gas shortage, no need to be alarmed. And now you're raising the price. Inflation is hitting all the way across the board. Price of food has gone up. Price of clothes has gone up. And now we find out the price of uh, health and beauty products <clears throat> excuse me, has gone up also. So what does that say? Inflation. It's here. Uh, not too sure what's going on with the Biden administration. But uh, whether you liked President Trump or not, you got to say, we didn't have all these high prices. What in the world happened? COVID. <laughs> Maybe COVID is uh, going to be the blame for a lot. And maybe this, this COVID thing is a political ploy by a certain party. I still can't understand the, the, the reason for raising these raising these prices like this. I get the, the supply chain uh, 
bottleneck in, in the LA Harbor because of course what has happened in Asia with, with the COVID and, and you know they didn't have factory workers or people to make this these products and they're also saying just like I said before the, another reason for the price hikes they're saying the cost of the raw goods what it takes to make these uh, these products a lot of times due to COVID they didn't have people to, to make it so when they got the few that they could together now they, they gotta raise the price to get the production up I guess I, I just I just think it's just a little con or hustle. That's just me. What do I know? I'm not an economist. But man, I I know one plus one equals two. I do know that. I have that much common sense. And this sounds like just an old excuse to raise the price. So my thing is, um, with you raising these prices, once the pandemic is over, are the prices going to go go back down? Nope. There aren't. May go down a little. A few pennies, if that maybe even a penny, but they're not going back down to what, that's like I said, we're not returning to norm. We're, we're just not the old norm, normal way of doing things. The old normal price system that's gone away with COVID changed. it. Just did. Just amazing. Amazing. I guess if I can say that a lot of people may not agree with me, but uh, yeah, this inflation under this Biden, this Biden administration, what in the world? But the entire world. But time will tell. Looks like the price of uh man, everything's going up anyway. Wow. Nothing to worry. I, I would I wouldn't say I say it's nothing to worry about because what are you gonna do? You still have to continue to live, you still have to push forward. Just do. Inflation. Wow, it has hit the US. Some are saying it's gonna be short term, some are saying it's gonna be long term. Who knows? We'll see. All right. I'm going to revisit a story that I I spoke of uh, last, yesterday, actually. And and I spoke of uh, a few weeks ago um, because I feel I didn't really give it any justice or enough justice or time and attention. And also, in the midst of me going back and and, and really and truthfully uh, looking in and and really critiquing and and finding more information, uh, it gave an answer to a question or it should give you a reason to why we're seeing or experiencing what we're seeing as it relates to Haiti with those Haitian immigrants. And also coincidentally, side note, uh, apparently uh, a, a group of Hispanics or, or, or Mexicans are, have uh, overran uh, or are marching towards the U.S. border for whatever reason. Let's see how the U.S. handles this. Because I believe they struck out yesterday and, and they might be there by now or close to it. We'll see how that goes. But back to Haiti. <laughs> wow. We, we all know what, what has happened in Haiti with the kidnapping of uh, those uh, 17 missionaries. Now, it, like I said earlier, it appears the leader of the 400 Mavazo gang, if I'm, if I'm saying it right, right I, I hope, Mavazo gang. He, he appeared in a video that was posted on YouTube. Now, <laughs> he was adorned in a purple two-piece suit. I thought it was blue, but they say it's purple. Uh, whatever. Purple two-piece suit with a matching brim and vines, gold chain, sunglasses, and a cane. 
like I said before, man, he <laughs> reminiscent of Nino Brown because <laughs> he he did look. I guess I guess he's a gang leader. He has to look the part. Now, in the video, he said that he would kill all seventeen victims or kidnappers, kidnap victims, if he didn't get seventeen million dollars. He was going to kill. That's 16 Americans and one Canadian. And of that 17, that includes five children ranging in ages from eight months to 13 years of age. And he said if he didn't doesn't get what he wants, that 17 million, the kidnapped victims, the missionaries, are, which are from an Ohio-based Christian aid ministry group, says, and, and, and this is a quote, <laughs> This is just a quote from the uh, gang leader. He says, quote, if I don't find what I need, these Americans, I'd rather kill them all and I will unload a big gun in the head of each of them. Wow. Now, this shares a huge spotlight on, on Haiti and his kidnapping problem. Also, which officials have have says say it has worsen and amid the country's economic and political crisis. Also in the video that appeared to be five men laying in coffins to which he responded to as his fallen soldiers stating the deaths were due to the police chief Leon Charles and he, he and, and I quote again here man uh, Leon Charles made me cry gentlemen when it's my turn I cried my eyes out. And when I make you cry, I will make you cry tears of blood. Uh, He he also made that threat to the uh, prime minister, I believe. Uh, As of Thursday of last week, the police chief resigned. (laughs) Like I said, he also threatened the the prime minister. Yeah, the police chief resigned. He said, enough of this. (laughs) This guy said he's going to make me bleed blood. I'm out of here. Could you blame him? This is what is going on in Haiti. This is why these people are fleeing. Now we know. They aren't just fleeing because the economy's bad and they they want a, a, a better way of life. I mean, they're just not fleeing just because of that alone. They're fleeing in fear of their life. Uh, apparently, these kidnappings, they aren't just confined to missionaries or high-ranking political officials. They're average, everyday citizens that are just going about their daily lives. They're being kidnapped. For their vehicles. I guess the, the, the kidnappers need the vehicles for whatever reasons to do their kidnappings. Now, this is how obscene and dire the situation is in Haiti. The Haitian prime minister attempted to lead a ceremony commem- commemorating the death of one of the country's founding fathers. But another gang, and this is another gang separate from the Mawazo uh, gang, they're called the G9. Another gang shot up the delegation. They fired shots at the delegation. They shot him up while they were holding the ceremony. And, and, and of course, rightfully so, the prime minister and his and his delegation, they left and, and held the ceremony somewhere else. And shortly thereafter, the G9 leader, <laughs> well, these guys love their suits, don't they? Appeared in a white suit, laying a floor ar- arrangement at the murder scene of the Haitian founding father, replacing the prime minister. So they shot the, 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 the delegation or, or the ceremony up 
And when the prime minister and, and his delegation delegation was gone, they popped on the scene or he popped on the scene with his gang dressed in a white suit <laughs> and, and, and laid a floral arrangement at the scene of the would-be ceremony that was to be held by the prime minister. Wow. Now, the G9 gang has gotten attention lately and they're known for, of course, kidnapping. And also they've been known, they're known now for giving interviews online. I guess they're trying to get uh, publicly known, publicly known because they also have publicly threatened uh, politicians also. I mean, I guess that's what the gangs do to get their uh, point across. Threaten the prime minister. Threaten all, all other uh political leaders threatened the police chief so much to the point that he resigned and uh, also like I said hey the assassination of that Haitian president by that hit squad and if you haven't seen uh, his the the, the Haitian president wife gave an interview and man if you haven't seen that interview check it out on YouTube I saw it on YouTube a few weeks ago man she described the scene because she was in the room when all of that took place when they broke in that palace and what she described was just, wow, it, it was horrific. It was just was. She's blessed to be alive, by the way, because she was shot. And she said she just laid there playing dead. But for her husband, she said she laid there and watched them shoot her husband from head to toe with a long gun. That's a rifle. It's not a handgun. That's a rifle. Probably an assault rifle. From head to toe. I'm not being a, a facetious jerk when I say I guess they wanted them dead, dead. I mean, how many bullets do you need to pump into somebody with a, a long gun close at close range? I don't think you need that many. Not enough to shoot somebody from head to toe. Send in a statement. So now we know, or now we're learning the real reason why these Haitians are, 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 are Haitian, Haitians are fleeing. They, they're fleeing in fear of their life. If Let's think if this was to happen in the United States, how would you feel? I mean, they've seen their their sitting president assassinated, and now they had well, they they had, and now these these kidnappings are are, are being uh, ramped up or getting exposed. They had that going on, and that uh, the the protests that the part where they're saying that the uh, Haitian civilians or Haitian uh, uh, Haitian citizens were pulling down street signs and blocking the roads off, and um, <clears throat> excuse me, and burning the tires in the streets. That was in protest to the high fuel prices, man. It's going on across the world, ain't it? And what they're saying is, hey, these high fuel prices, this is uh, pretty much what they're saying is it's is politically motivated. It's the politicians and the, the greedy, corrupt businessmen and women in Haiti that are raising these fuel prices and they saying they know full well they can't afford it. So they protest. They blocked off the street. They shut down. Uh, I believe there was a boycott also last week where people didn't go to work. No one went to work. No one bought food or, or other commodities. And, and of course, no one bought gas. They shut the city down. Or quite possibly could be trying to shut the country down. I think the Haitian citizens are tired of the nonsense with, with the politicians and these gangs. And, and that's one of the reasons there uh, there's there's talk or rumblings. That's one of the reasons the Haitian president was assassinated. They're saying he was corrupt, but his his um 
allies are saying, no, he was trying to change things. He was trying to get people out of there. Uh, that may be the reason why he was trying to get rid of uh, that aid. And now there's, they're quite possibly thinking that aid has something to do with his assassination. Maybe that aid is crooked. We're still learning about what, what is going on in, in Haiti. And apparently this isn't uh, just happening. This has been going on for a while. People are fed up. I'm not too sure where these gangs play into it. I think they're just opportunists. I think they are. They're just they're just opportunists. They're, they're just they're just what gangs what gangs do. Threaten, intimidate, bully, steal, swindle money. That's just what gangs do. And quite possibly that's just what the politicians are doing in that country. Certainly a sad state of affairs for Haiti. I gotta say. Man. But yeah, those uh looks like those gang leaders, they love their suits, don't they? <laughs> Guy showed up in a white suit. What the world? <laughs> I'm sorry. One showed up in a white suit, one showed up in a blue suit, dressed to the to the to the teeth from head to toe. Wow, I guess that's what gang members, gang leaders do. That is how they dress, I guess. After all their uh, stealing and looting, I guess they go and get the the finest apparel, it appears. <laughs> uh, pray for Haiti. Now we know. Well, that's all for me today. And I want to thank you all for lending me your ears this morning. Continue to continue to like, support, share, offer feedback. Anchor has a great feature where you can leave a voice response. And I would love to hear your voice. You can also make monetary contributions. Continue to follow and listen on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Verbal, and WordPress. And as always, this is Stephen Cornegay for This Is Just a Thought. Amen.